Welcome to another episode of Teaching Candace History Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Richards, and in this special educator series, we're speaking with the finalists for the 2022 Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Created 26 years ago in 1996, the award recognizes best practices in teaching Canadian history and is an opportunity to highlight the important work that teachers and students are doing to interpret and share the stories of the past. I'm sitting down with Robert Jardine. Why don't we start by introducing yourself? You can tell us a little bit about your school or maybe your classroom that you teach. Sure. Uh, my name is Robert Jardine. I teach um, social studies, history, and law at Mormon High School, which is a small community, well, <clears throat> small city just north of Saskatoon. I live in Saskatoon. Um, teaching now for, I'll be going into my 27th year. Um, and uh, the students I teach, it's a bedroom community of Saskatoon. Um, we do have, it's a community that's seen a fair number of immigrants come in the last five or six years. We have people coming in from Ukraine and uh, the Caribbean. And so we are seeing more diversity uh, in, in the building than, than previously. Um, staff of about uh, 45 teachers and about 750 uh, students in the building. All right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your project? Right. Um, well, I don't have a fancy name for it. I just, I've always just called it the book project. Uh, it's a way for students to engage in the work that historians do, uh, doing research, uh, using um, information from the past, turning it into evidence and putting it into a product that reads something like a textbook that they might have picked up uh, in um, in previous years. So it's very much a student-centered activity. Uh, my role is really uh, guiding them through the technical aspects of research, finding sources, uh, and finding good sources, finding reliable sources. And at the end of the day, end of the semester, uh, they come up with a uh, five-chapter product, which can range anywhere from 20 to 75 pages in length. That's awesome. That sounds like really fascinating work for them, too. I find that most of the students um, really enjoy it. It's something uh, that I have started to do instead of doing traditional research papers. Uh, they get an opportunity if they so desire to work with other students. So I find for a lot of students it alleviates uh, some of the stress that comes along with doing a major project on their own. Um, so what inspired you to develop this project? Um, well, I guess I've, I've, over the years getting tired of doing the same old, same old. Um, I've you know, assigned a lot of research papers in my time. Uh, wanting to do something that <clears throat> gives agency to the students. Uh, they, they're making the vast majority of the decisions around the project, what it looks like, what sources to include, uh, what images to include, what uh, maps and graphs and uh, primary sources to include. So I really wanted to do something that puts the responsibility for that, for those choices on their shoulders and doing something that really does incorporate uh, the historical thinking concepts in a meaningful way uh, rather than just uh, token uh, token attempts. 
Yeah, definitely. You can you can see that too in your project. It's not just a research paper. Like it really expands kind of like those same skills, but just in a different way. Right, right. Um, so what do you think is the greatest impact of your project? Um, well, I, I recognize uh, that most of the students that I teach in History 30, it's a required course to graduate, or one of the social science courses that's required to graduate, I should say. Um, most of my students will never take another history course, but they're all going to be citizens of Canada. And in 2022, we are all well aware of the impact of misinformation and disinformation and the need for all of us to be demonstrating good critical thinking skills around the use of media. And for them to go through the process of finding reliable sources to answer questions, it, it's a process that all adults really should be engaging in at, you know, throughout their, certainly throughout their voting um, uh, periods and just engaging with other people in discussions around uh, uh, discussions around topics of the day. Um, there's many things in our uh, country right now that require people to be engaged in as thoughtful citizens. And the more that teachers can give students tools to do that efficiently and effectively by the time they graduate, the better off we all are. Um, so how do you keep your students engaged in the history or how do you make it relevant to them? Well, I think one of the um, strengths of the project is the guiding questions that all of the students have to answer are really open-ended. Uh, they can choose the, the, the people, the groups of people that uh, to, to uh, research and incorporate into the, the responses. Uh, the time periods are, del are delineated, but there's a wide range of time in each of these groupings. So if people want to focus on a certain immigrant group or, or another group of people, a minority group or what have you, um, something that really speaks to them, uh, they have that opportunity. So for example, in one of the projects, uh, one of the group projects, a, a number of the students within that group are really interested in looking at um, the the roles and the experiences of LGBTQ um, Canadians. And so there is room within the project for for students to explore topics that they find interesting. Other students really focused on, uh, as many of my students are from a rural setting, uh, the role of uh, agriculture and farming communities and the experiences of those communities throughout Canadian history. So it, it's, I think it's got enough avenues and entry points to appeal to most students. All right. Well, that's all the questions that I have. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, I, other than I, I think that this project is um, fairly unique in terms of the latitude that students have to, to come up with the final product, um, that you know, allowing them to choose topics and people that, that speak to them directly. 
Um, I'm really quite happy with the number of times I've done the project with the wide range of responses that I get. And so I think for teachers that are looking for a project that are that is engaging for students and that will produce more than just the typical responses, um, I think this is a project that can speak to both teachers' needs and student needs.